seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. How are you doing today? You look beautiful. I know that it's been intense lately. Maybe you've been feeling it. I definitely have been feeling it. Intensity in all the ways, like really intense, like joy and gratitude, but also really intense triggers and ups and downs. And it's been a time. How are you weathering the storm? How is it going? I hope that you're doing well. And I'm excited for this episode. To anyone who's new here, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast, where us old souls Starseeds, empaths, seekers of all kinds come to learn how to manifest the life that you are meant for. Mind, body, soul, the stuff, the learning, the healing, all the angles. Because I truly believe that when we can use the powers, the laws of the universe, such as the law of attraction, the law of assumption, the law of subtraction, all these laws that I talk about, when we learn how to use those along with growing on a soul level moving through things as it comes up, learning what you came here to learn. When we combine those two, basically the seeker meets the self-help journey, which is what you are already on. Yay. Good job. A lot of people are not on that path. Um, but I truly believe that when we do that, we get to experience this life of wonder, of magic, of fulfillment, of purpose, of abundance. And we do, we are able to call in the things that we desire much more easily. And I know that the last few episodes, you guys have been hearing about a change going on in my energy. And I really am moving into this space of no, it's like embodying deeper what I've already known, right? And this episode isn't going to be about this necessarily and all the changes. You guys can listen to the previous few episodes, the solo ones. Um, But there's a lot going on inside around being very aware of forcing and hustling and trying to make life what you want it to be. So that being said, and even that's most people are going to be like, what the hell? I thought that's why I came here is because I want to make life what I want it to be. So it's such a, it's such a fine line and it's such a, what is it? It's almost like an oxymoron or like something that sounds like it negates itself, but it's like, you can create everything that you desire. And what I'm here to help you do is to help you create it from a soul-led, embodied place rather than endless hustling, controlling, striving, and never feeling like you're doing good enough, never feeling like you're manifesting the life of your dreams, like you're promised and like you want to. So we're still going to manifest the life of our dreams. We're just going to do it from a soul-embodied way, which is always who I've been. I've always been you know, like literally since high school, I've been learning and researching and reading about the law of attraction through Wayne Dyer, through Louise Hay, through 
Gabby Bernstein, Marianne Williamson, Deepak Chopra, all these people, most of them I was reading in like high school. It's been, it's been a beat since I've been doing this stuff. And I've always been that I've always been so fascinated with reality and how we, how it's malleable and how we can create what we want, even when we feel like we can't, or we come from wounding trauma, like we all do. The fact that we can turn our life around, that we are the creator, that we get to create our tomorrows lights me up deep down. So if this is you as well, you are so in the right place. We are knee deep seekers. You probably are someone that you can't have these conversations with everyone in your life because most of us, um, we're a little bit more deep or maybe spiritual than the people around you, or maybe into self-growth, self-help more than the people around you. So sometimes we need these places where we can gather and get filled up spiritually and in, in our imagination, in infinite possibility. So anyway, the fact that we can co-create, that we can create anything with our mind, with our beliefs, with our focus is so wildly exciting to me. But the thing that I missed for so long was recognizing that I'm also a human And when we've gone through trauma, which we all have in some way or another, even if you have the most amazing parents, we've all been through stuff. We've all been shown that we're not good enough, which is something that we are going to dive right into today. I'm so excited. Um, But because of that trauma, we have a nervous system and we have a brain that reacts to life. So the law of attraction is 100% true. We create our tomorrows. You can affirm yourself into all the riches. However, if you don't believe it to be true, or if you've had trauma, like we all have, we usually have a nervous system reaction of either not feeling good enough or feeling left out or feeling alone or feeling unsupported. And all these things are things straight up that I deal with. Um, but they're very normal in the human journey. And the real human journey is how do we dissolve those things in our brain in our nervous system. And it's less about dissolve and more about having them not run the show anymore, having them integrated, having them quote unquote healed so that we can move through as a clear channel. And as shit happens, we're not sent way sideways and spiraling out of control. Maybe it's in our mind or our energy or our life getting constantly pulled into lack, constantly pulled into not feeling good enough. And this is the place that we have to mend in order to move forward because we have two sides of the same coin. I don't even know if that's when in Rome, I don't know, just here's a saying, Um, but we have two sides to us. One is the infinite, unlimited possibility, ultimate creator, the part of us that is spirit, the part of us that is God, that is that has the magic running through our veins, the part of us that is connected to all of this, that is a deliberate creator. And then we have the human part of us with real lived experiences and real beliefs that we hold about ourselves in our brain, the things we've learned, the things we've picked up on. And if you're an empath, add a million other things that you have picked up on in your life compared to the average person, because we are sensitive. We take things personally. Often we have had, and I don't even mean take things personally, like a bad thing. It's like everything is so intense for an empath or a highly sensitive person that we've also, we also have a lot of perceived failures or the way that we think the world views us. And we're very impacted by that. The things that people have said to us maybe hurt extra when you're an empath. That's just a possibility, not for everybody, but it's been a dense journey. So we have these two parts, the deliberate creator and the very real human that has a nervous system 
and has a brain. So I'm all about connecting these two so that yes, you can go out and deliberately create the stuff you want. And you're also cultivating and creating the fulfillment, the self-love, the confidence, learning how to be your best you, learning how to show up for yourself, learning how to create community and have your needs met and do some healing work and really step into that deliberate creator part of you. So I'm really excited. Thank you so much for joining me today. This show is manifestation, but it's always been something more as well, which is the spirit. And that is the the path that you signed up for. There's a reason you're into manifestation. It's because you're a seeker and you're curious. And yes, you want to make changes in your life, but you also want to feel just really good in your life, right? Feel fulfilled, feel in gratitude, in inner peace. It's not just about more money. It's more money in a soulful yummy feeling way, right? Because you could go get four jobs and make more money, but that's not what you want. You want to make more money or whatever your goal is from a really yummy place. So that's what I am here for. I am so excited that you're here on the journey. And one thing I want to say before we dive into today's episode is as you guys have been hearing, if you have been listening to the previous episodes, there's a lot of changes going on in my business. I don't totally know where all this is going. I'm just always following what spirit is leading me to do, to put out the message that I'm truly here to bring from my purpose, from my soul, from my galactic history, all the things. Um, but I, I know that where this is all going is much deeper. I am so ready to take you deeper into your transformation. So yes, that is more healing and it's also more intention, more focus, really learning how to get into that yummy pocket of being a deliberate creator. And this is moving away from anything surface level. I don't know if the things I do are ever (laughs) surface level, but we're going even deeper. And a lot of that is on me to be able to hold and create really nourishing and powerful transformative experiences. And this is something that I don't know if I've ever said out loud, but I was told intuitively by my spirit team about five years ago that I have the power. And I believe we all have this and this, so I'm not trying to sound weird here, but I know that I have the power to hold space for radical miracle sized transformation. I've had sessions with people, the mediumship sessions I used to do, the deep dives like ceremonies and stuff where people have literally said that their life is changed from a ceremony. So of course there's the one-on-one work I do with people that is a combination of the intuitive and of the spiritual plus the the trainings and the different things and and my one-on-one clients have absolutely had life-changing experiences as well. I love my clients. You guys are amazing and so incredible. Um, so in these, the mediumship, the ceremony, I was told by spirit, you have the ability to cause radical transformation on the spot. And it's determined on my focus, of course, and how clear of a channel I am, which I work really hard to be a clear channel, but it's also on the person and it's on the person coming ready to move through, ready to not fight for their limits anymore, but to leap into unlimited possibility. And sometimes that's scary. It's vulnerable. It's healing work. It's some of the stuff where you might find yourself snot crying or jumping for joy, dancing around like, like a goddess. Um, but we need to go deeper. 
For this radical transformation to happen, you need to go a little bit deeper. And I know you're already knee deep. It's like telling a fish to swim more, but it's not that there's a whole bunch of things you need to do, but there's a depth that I know you're ready for. And I know you're ready for release. And sometimes it's through struggle, like the quote, you know, the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more than the risk it took to blossom. So some days we're so sick of our own shit or sometimes we're like, I am ready. I surrender. And other times this readiness comes from all the work you've been doing and you feel like you're on the precipice of the new level of your next level. I'm going to encourage you to leap my love. Your wings are waiting to be unfurled. You were always meant to be a butterfly. Your time has absolutely absolutely come. We need you. And I'm going to encourage you to keep going with the work. Keep diving into the work that you're called to do on yourself, whether it's inner child healing or, you know, your mindset, your energy, how you're showing up for yourself, because it's time to go deeper. What used to work does not work anymore. We need to go deeper. So in this, I wanted to invite you to check out Manifestation Breakthrough, which is a two-day deep dive. It's the first of its kind. I am so excited. I am really called to create over the the next few months to round out 2023. And in 2024, this is going to be what kind of I am moving into as, as I can see now anyways, but manifestation breakthrough is a two day deep dive. I'm calling it a virtual retreat. It's a transformative growth portal is it is an experience. We have meditations, activities, we are workshopping the process of transformation of manifestation with deliberate time set aside to workshop in real time to move through healing. We're going to go into healing. I'm going to show you how the whole process works. We are going to decode tests and assignments and how to be moving forward in your life, knowing how to work with life, how to see what is coming up for you and to help you move into the direction of what you want to manifest, what you want for your life. And it's hard to put into words this experience because so much has been coming through. Spirit's been like, you got to get them to do this. And this is going to be so fun and creating space, creating meditations. So we're going to meet in the morning for a meditation. You can go away for a little bit. We're going to come back for a deep dive workshop, go away, go for a walk, have some lunch, come back. We're going to do that for a full day, ending with a closing ceremony. And then we are going to meet day two for another morning meditation. And we're going to go until about noon Pacific and have a closing ceremony. And this is, this is, it's a growth portal. That's the best way to say it. It is so spirit led, but it's also got the most yummy activities that I have done or ones that came through me for spirit. We are going to move energy. We're going to connect, be deeply supported. If you have been wanting to move forward, like now, this is going to be a very beautiful, nourishing place. I'm going to open up for channeling. I'm going to be pulling cards. So it's going to be very spiritual and very spirit led, very divine, but we are also going to meet in workshop to really break down the system of creation. And this isn't going to be like boring, you know, step by step and feel way out of, out of your league or out of the realm of possibility. Like you have to do all this stuff. I just want you to understand the process of creation. I'm going to help you get out of your own way with the help of spirit and your beautiful open and ready energy. And this whole experience is going to leave you feeling nourished 
empowered, feeling supported with new tools. It's just going to be such a gorgeous experience. I invite you into Manifestation Breakthrough. Check the link below in the show notes. I even have a payment plan for those of you. I believe you can come in for less than 60 bucks is the payment plan. So I hope to see you there. It's going to be so special and I'm excited. This is, this is like kind of legendary because it's the first one. It's a big shift in my business, in my energy. So I'm just like so excited creating all the things. It's going to be beautiful. Let's spend a weekend together. Let's spend two days together and really deep dive this shit. And I'm just really excited for you. So and it's all virtual, just so in case that was didn't, didn't come across. It is virtual. It's going to be online. And I look forward as the year closes and next year, next spring, doing in-person retreats. This is me getting my feet wet, getting and you know, creating an intentional, beautiful space as I get ready to prepare for my first in-person retreat. So very exciting. Check out Manifestation Breakthrough below. Okay, so let's get into the meat and potatoes. I am here today to share something very potent. So we're talking about the number one block. And this is that like, this isn't trying to be catchy. This isn't trying to be clickbaity. This is literally the number one block, the wound that we all have. And a very important part of why we're here and how we ascend, how we deliberately create It's a very important part of why we struggle and how we overcome and what we're here to learn. It's kind of a lot. So when I share with you what the block is, I almost guarantee, I guarantee actually, that you've heard of this block, but I'm going to go really in depth and have you understand it so that you can see it in your life. And I'm going to start to offer some solutions as well as how you can move through this block. And if this all resonates with you in Manifestation Breakthrough, it is going to take this block and the medicine to the next fucking level. We are going to recode your cells for this block because I guarantee that it's lingering in your system and it's just going to be so powerful. So I wanted to share that. So this block is drum roll (laughs) self-worth. You're like, Oh, I knew that. Okay. So we all have this wound. It is part of why we are here. So when I say self-worth, I mean self-worthiness, feeling worthy as a human, and I'm going to go on to describe it a lot more. So when we were young, according to inner child healing, they say before the age of seven, and most psychology says around that age, um, we experience what I will call a separation from unconditional love. So in A Course in Miracles, they call this, um, I think they call it a detour from love. Um, some of you will probably know what I'm talking about there. Um, Marianne Williamson, who teaches Course in Miracles, also Gabby Bernstein. Um, I believe it's called a detour from love. What I say is it's a separation from unconditional love. So what this means is that up until this time, when we were about seven or however old, we were like trucking along. So if anybody has kids or have, has been around kids in your life, you see that there's like kids are so uninhibited, like they don't care. My husband or my husband, no, my son is four and at the beach every time he's like, can I just go naked? And I'm like, no, nah, because we go to the lake and I'm like, there's, there's other people around. And of course, naked babies, especially we live out in the country. It's very chill on an Island. Most people don't care, but 
it's this thing of like, who cares? Like if I could be naked, why not? Right. And then, and I'm even seeing, seeing my kids grow up where my oldest is now 13. My middle one is nine. My youngest is four. So I see like the nine and the 13 year old have learned, you know, some things about the world and become less uninhibited because some things are considered appropriate and some aren't. So that's kind of a sidebar, but when we are young, we are just free. A lot of us are free. And even if you experience trauma very young, which I love you so much if that is the case, and I'm so sorry, and I just send you so much love, there's often a little bit of time before we were aware of what was going on where we still had that childlike innocence. So most people had that for at least a few years. A lot of people had it up until age seven or so. And then we become separate from unconditional love. So what this means is something happens where we notice, hmm, I am loved less if I act this way or if I be this way. So it could be something as simple as you had glasses and you got made fun of, of for the first time. And all of a sudden there's this like break in your brain. I mean, that's not the technical term. It's a neural pathway being created, but it's like this break in like, I'm free. I'm loved by my parents or, you know, I'm doing a great job. You don't even think that you just are, you just are being when you're a kid. And all of a sudden there's a moment where we go, shit, who I am is not enough. I was bullied. I experienced comments from my mom. I observed things about the world. I saw the way my mom talked to herself or acted with herself. Traumas happened. And pretty soon we go, shit, I'm, well, we don't say that because we're like seven. Yo, shit, I'm not enough. Okay, that's not not what happens at all. Um, But we have this break. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, if I act this way, I won't be loved as much or I won't get as much approval. Therefore, love is not unconditional. So sometimes you got in trouble for something or sometimes like for me, I was bullied. So I had, and I know I've talked about this a lot on the show. Basically it was like life before bullying. I had no real conscious awareness of my body. It was just my body. Like I was a kid. It didn't matter. I'd be in a bathing suit. I'd be this, that eating, whatever. And then I was bullied for my body. And all of a sudden I started noticing oh, my friends are like skinny or I'm less skinny or, you know, I started being self-conscious about my body, even though looking back, I was a totally normal kid. I created this perception of like who I am is not enough. So I'm not going to go all in like huge into the wound in the workshop, in manifestation breakthrough. We are going to go deep into when you develop this wound and we are going to move forward and through it over the weekend. But we all have a wound that keeps us separate from unconditional love. If I act this way, I will be loved. If I, you know, achieve, then I am worthy of approval. Some people, we even noticed that like, if we got a good grade, our parents were like, oh, good job. And that was enough to go, oh, my parents love me more if I get good grades. So it could have been something huge, like a parent walked out or a parent had addiction. And all of a sudden there was a moment in time where you were like, I am less important than the alcohol. Or if they, if I was worthy enough, they would have stayed around. There's a lot of examples like that. If I was worthy enough, this thing wouldn't have happened to me. There must be something wrong with me. 
Sometimes people had psychological abuse where they were told there was something wrong with them over and over. Other people just looked around at the world and there was a break. There was a moment. There was a, a, a moment in time where we split from unconditional love. We split from the feeling of like, I'm loved, I'm safe. It's almost not even a thought because we're just a kid. Like who cares? Dinner's on the table at six. Like it's not a big deal. There's nothing really to think about. And then there's the moment of like, oh my God, love can be taken away. Whether it's from other students or whoever in your life, And of course, we don't think of it like love could be taken away, but you could replace that with approval or accolades or, you know, acknowledgement or being part of the tribe. Like I all of a sudden was not part of the tribe in the very primitive, primitive part of my brain for being quote unquote fat. And I'm not trying to trigger anyone with that word. That was just literally the word I was called. So it's a bit of a a word like now I've done a lot of healing work, so it doesn't hold the charge, but that's what I thought of myself in a split second. So we all have a moment of separation from unconditional love. We all feel unworthy to some degree or not confident in who we are, or don't feel like we're enough. However you want to word it, it's worthiness. So we feel inadequate. We feel less than we feel broken. Just tell me you know, really get honest with yourself and feel like, do I feel these things sometimes feeling not worth celebrating because you could be so much more feeling like you're not where you should be in life, feeling like you compare yourself to other people. The list goes on. This comes from unworthiness. I am not enough as I am. This is the number one block for humans to manifest what they want, to move into optimal health in their mind, in their body, in their co-creation, deliberate creator abilities to be happy. It's the number one thing that gets in the way of our fulfillment, our happiness, our joy, our bliss, our ease. And this is also where old school manifestation slash new school manifestation, whatever new age manifestation often not praise on like there's people doing it deliberately, but it taps on that need to change your life to be enough. You know how long I chased money to feel like I was doing a good job to prove to friends and family that I could make it, that I could do this, that I could create my own business to create abundance for this freedom that I wanted It was all done, like it had good intentions, but I was always chasing being enough, being okay, feeling safe. And it wasn't until I did the healing work on the unworthiness wound that I was able to massively shift my energy and triple my income and all the things. And it's not that I'm totally out of the woods. I am always the one to say that this is a journey, but healing the unworthiness wound clears our channel to be able to manifest. I'm going to describe that more in depth. So having a lack of self-worth, feeling inadequate, broken, not enough, not strong enough, not good enough, not worth celebrating. Um, when we feel this for lack of better words, it's fucking exhausting. It becomes exhausting to our body, to our nervous system, to our mind, and also to our soul. And I'm going to get into the deeper reason why we struggle with this wound, like on a soul level, on a, it's all part of the plan level. But for now, I'm just going to go to the human level and then we'll get onto that stuff. So it is exhausting. It causes us to be hustling, to always need the next thing. 
it drains our energy. If you've been my client, you know, I talk about power leaks and we identify the power leaks in your life. This is a huge power leak. It is so exhausting to walk around never feeling good enough. It has us always feeling unsuccessful or always needing to feel more successful or accomplished. Like we're chasing, feeling accomplished, feeling successful, right? It has us chasing all of these things that we want in this lifestyle we want. And again, I know this sounds counterintuitive to the first half of me going, you can create anything you want. But I feel like the people that are really here for me, like this is what we're here to explore is this fine line. If you're here for this message, it's an exploration of, I am an unlimited deliberate creator, but am I creating from a lack of worthiness or am I creating from divine energy, which is what I was talking about in the last solo episode. So it has us chasing. It has us never feeling fulfilled. It has us never feeling satisfied with where we're at. Have you ever had that time when maybe even you have a day off or you're doing something nice and you're just obsessed with like what's coming and tomorrow and the fact that you have to go home and do the dishes. And it's like, we never feel here. We never feel present because we're always focused on something else, getting somewhere else, doing something else. I should have done this. I could have done that. I'm going to do this. We're never here now because we're chasing this feeling of feeling enough. It also becomes a place like this wound It makes other people's opinions of us matter more than our internal compass, than our inner guide, than our own perception on who we are and if we're enough. So we're always looking to other people. What do they think of me? What do they think of me? You know, it could be the celebrity that's constantly scrolling, going like, what is this news outlet saying? And, you know, what are they saying about me? And letting it wreck them. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to Google your name and have, you know, millions of things coming up of all these different stories. But I'm just using this example of like other people's opinions, your mom, your dad, your coworkers, the people around you, what do they think of me? How do they think I'm doing? How do I present on the outside? Do I look like a mess? Do I look together? Who should I be in this situation? Who should I be? What should we talk about? How do I be the good host and be the good mom or be the good whatever? You're always looking outside yourself when unworthiness is the wound. So this keeps us, and this may seem not connected at first, but this keeps us from making more money because worth equals value equals money. Money, value, worth, money. This apple is worth a dollar. I am worthy makes me naturally magnetic to abundance. So it actually creates us from making more money or it keeps us from making more money. It keeps us from being confident as fuck in who we are. Sorry to lay that bomb down, but we've all met people that maybe they have, and I hope this doesn't offend anyone. I'm just saying they may have societally (laughs) something different about them that people either make fun of them or whatever. Maybe they have a birthmark or maybe they have, they look a certain way or they're, you know, a plus size or whatever. And People could scrutinize you. People could comment or people on social media you see that might look a little bit different than what we're used to seeing. They get riddled with comments about their age or about their body or about whatever. And you've seen those people that maybe are up against something like that, yet they freaking rock it and they are confident and they are shining. I love that when I see body positivity, like accounts online and stuff of 
you know, curvy, whatever we would call plus size. I hate even saying that, but women that just embrace the F out of themselves. And you can see someone who is lit up from the inside, no matter what's going on on the outside. And that's that natural confidence, that natural sparkle that has you magnetic to the universe, but it's gone when we don't have self-worthiness. It takes a lot to feel okay in our life. It's, it's what we all deal with, but this is the place you're going. This is all of, I mean, this is the whole reason you've been doing self-development work all this time is because deep down you knew on a soul level, or you were just drawn to reconciling, come back in, coming back into confidence, which is healing the unworthiness wound. So Having this wound is exhausting, as I'm saying, right? We're never feeling good enough. We're chasing. We're unsatisfied. It keeps us from making more money. It keeps us from feel, feeling confident, has us always feeling inadequate and broken. So I want you to, first of all, acknowledge in yourself if this dwells within you. And I had this thought years ago, and I don't even know if this like resonates with people, but one day I was like, if we all feel inadequate then feeling not enough, feeling kind of fucked up, feeling like we've all, like we've got some skeletons or, you know, the, the habits we have or whatever it is, feeling shame, feeling not enough. If we all feel that, then aren't we all kind of enough? Like it almost popped one day. It's like, if everybody feels not good enough, then maybe the bar needs to be not lowered as in we're supposed to be less, but who are we comparing ourselves to? Who are you comparing yourself to for real? Because you might have, say, a friend that you think rocks it more than you. Maybe she or he, they have a successful business or they're a parent and they always seem on top of it or they're making, they have fancy ass cars and fancy ass houses and whatever else that you feel like you're not doing good enough. You have no idea what is going on behind the scenes. Even your best friends you probably see that behind the scenes, they struggle with one thing or another, right? They've had wounds. They don't, I know gorgeous friends who feel, you know, disgustingly ugly or really successful friends that or clients or whoever that never can take a break. They can't ever slow down because they're obsessed with success. So their family life crumbles or they're not looking after their body because, you know, like whatever it is, even like, who are you comparing yourself to? When I was in my eating disorder, I just want to share quickly, I always compared myself to, I disguised it as my highest self because it was my ego in the driver's seat. I thought it was my highest self, but she was like perfect, right? Like she ran 17 hours a day and she only ate this much food. It was totally coming from my ego in a disordered place. But I always compared myself and I used to call it like nuts and seeds girl. (laughs) Like it was like the person that always just ate like nuts and seeds and going on runs and doing whatever. I created out of fucking nowhere, this standard of what I thought I should be. And this version of me like does yoga here and does that there. And when I really looked at it, especially through the lens I know now, it was all coming from like, I need to be perfect. And I was always chasing, but that person didn't even exist. I made them up in my mind. I took all the most favorable characteristics that I put the pressure on myself to adopt And I made a big mash of this one person I saw in my mind. And I would be like, oh, well, that person wouldn't like binge at night, some celebrity or something. Like I just pull from random places to be like, I shouldn't do that. And the person I fabricated in my mind didn't even exist. 
The other thing is I have seen people who I compare myself to, especially with parenting and things like that, where I'm like, oh my God, they look like the perfect family and their kid's hair is always like perfectly brushed. And my wild child, you know, my wild children come out with like, you know, locks of flowing, whatever. Um, but I see these people and I'm like, oh, they seem so much more successful than I am. And then I have a real conversation and I see how frustrated they get with the kids sometimes or how they're dealing with one of their kids doing really bad in school or having a lot of challenges and my kids tend to do well in school. Like all I'm saying is that we all deal with some things, right? And maybe your kid is struggling in school and you compare yourself to the other parents, but you don't know that the other kid in the class that's doing really well, maybe they didn't have, they didn't get to have a father growing up in the home or other things. They're taking karate lessons and just can't get it. Like we just don't know, but we make it up in our mind like we do. And we compare ourselves to others. And I see people with like really fancy cars or really fancy homes. And years ago, I would compare myself be like, oh my God, how do they afford that by this age? Like I'm like mid thirties scraping by, like how the hell do they have fancy cars and stuff? And one day my husband just said casually, he's like, you know, that all that it takes for that stuff is credit. So in reality, someone with a million dollar home or a BMW or whatever, it doesn't mean that they're so much more ahead and they've got like 5 million in the bank. And some people do. And I love that when people have real tangible wealth, but just being aware that we compare ourselves all the time. Oh, that person's doing it, but we have no fucking clue what's going on behind the scenes. Maybe they scrimped in everything to get you know, approved for that mortgage for that $2 million home. And they're scraping by every month because they have such a high mortgage and high payments, but they have the fancy house. And we just walk by the fancy house going like, man, I wish I had that. I wish I had my shit together like they do. So it may not be a house for you. It may not be abundance, but I really want you to look at that and just realize that we all suffer. If you have a business, how many people, like bajillions, how many people have you looked at their business and gone, oh my God, how did they do that? They're so much more ahead of me. Like, I'm going to be so fucking real here. I'm seven, eight years almost into business. And I see people all the time that are like, I was making a hundred thousand dollars in my first year of business. And I've taken programs with some of those people that are freaking awesome, solid people that I am so happy for and wish success on. But I also learned behind the scenes that they had done like three or four other jobs before that, that helped them to get to know marketing, or they had 10 freaking years in a different business that gave them education for what they would need of how to run things in their new business, or they'd been, been doing self growth for so long until the universe pulled them forward. And it was like this, you know, development that they had developed in themselves to be a clear channel. And they matched at the time they launched their business and it all just worked. But myself, I got into business completely unhealed, really unaware. I didn't even really know what inner child healing was, any of that. So I've always been a gifted channel, but me, myself as Talia, I was insecure. I was chasing money. I felt like I wasn't doing good enough. I always felt like I needed another client or needed another thousand people on to like my whatever. And I was endlessly chasing. It took me a lot of years, like in the last two years, in the last year and a half to really get into a more embodied place where my success can actually pick up because of who I am. So what I want to say is overnight successes in quotes are 10 years in the making. They have the energetic imprint of time behind them, 
Nobody really starts something overnight and is successful. And if they did, they probably took a course to learn how to do it. They learned from someone. Like, I just want to break all that down to say, like, you're not doing not good enough. <laughs> you are doing good enough. You are special. You are here on purpose. And you're doing a fucking great job. So now I want to transition into spirit wants you. I've been saying this a lot to clients lately. Spirit wants you to know of how good of a job you're doing and that you are worthy and have unconditional love from the spirit realm. And you can access that within yourself. You can start to give that to yourself through the healing process. But they keep saying to me, the fact that you feel like you're fucking up is making it more is, is clogging up the drains is causing more resistance. The fe- the, the fact that you question yourself, that you feel shame or you feel guilty, or you feel like you're not there yet, that's coming from unworthiness. And that is causing the chaos. The chaos isn't being caused because you're actually behind in life. It's because you think you're behind in life. The chaos isn't being caused because you're actually not good enough or not inspiring enough or not talented enough or gifted enough or not a good enough mom, dad, worker, whatever. That's not the actual problem. The problem is that you don't feel enough. So I want to take back, I want to go back to the example of like the curvy, you know, body positivity accounts. And I follow one woman, um, I think it's lively Liz and she does fitness and stuff, but she has had a weight journey. She has like three kids, I think, and, you know, has been bigger and then, you know, smaller, whatever, and, you know, fluctuated, but she's all about body positivity. She's a personal trainer who is, you know, I guess plus size or whatever you want to say, but to go back to that example, it's not that she or anyone else is innately not good enough because she has a lot of followers, like tens of thousands, might even be hundreds of thousands. I don't know. And a huge community of people that thank her for showing up in a sports bra and shorts when she's curvy, when she's got roles, when she's a normal freaking human, people love that of her. And when she shines and she shares comments that people say about how gross she is, or just these horrible comments of trolls on the internet. And she shines. She's like, this shows me why I need to do this shit. Like show up to the gym, wear that cute top. It doesn't matter if you're not where you want to be. Don't wait to wear the top rock it now. And that's like her message is, you know, all, all things like that. So that one woman is not innately not good enough or her body isn't innately actually worth shaming because she believes that she's a sparkle that is here for a reason. So she has a very successful social media account slash business. She supports her kids. She's like a badass person, just went through a divorce. So she's like a single mom right now and all the stuff. She's so inspiring. It is up to her to determine if her body is either worth shaming or worth celebrating. Is your neurodivergence worth shaming or celebrating? Is your effed up history? I know there's clients that go like, oh, I'm broken. Like I've had such a rough life, like whatever it is. Is that worth being shameful about or owning and going, this is who I am. So spirit says a lot. The problem isn't that you're actually not good enough. It's that you believe you're not good enough because you had this moment of separation when you were young and then it was reinforced. Some people had relationships where they were cheated on or they were 
bullied or excluded or, you know, whatever, let go of work or whatever it is, whether you're a kid or an adult, we had these things reinforced over time, but there was that initial moment of separation that led you to go, whoa, love isn't conditional. I must be X, Y, Z in order to get more love. And it could be, I need to be less sensitive. I need to be more outgoing. I should quiet down and tone it down because I'm too much. I should be thinner. I should be thicker. I should be sporty, sportier. I shouldn't be such a geek. I wish I didn't have these glasses. All the things that kids go through and get made fun of by other kids and all that, right? It's not actually true. You are made on purpose, whether it's neurodivergence or freckles or birthmarks or your height or your, you know, what you've been through. It's on purpose, not meaning that what you've been through is okay when it's in trauma. It doesn't excuse anything. But here's the whole reason why we all experience this is because we came here, as I say, as a soul to grow. And we came to discover over however many lifetimes it takes that we have spirit inside us, that we are a part of spirit, that we are innately worthy and whole and complete from the beginning. Even when you were told you weren't whole and complete, you were told that by humans. It was humans that did those things to you. It was humans, whether it was the media that showed you what a woman's body should be or your parents or whatever it was, the huge spectrum. Those were humans that told you that. God, spirit, universe never told you that. I, I, I may infringe on people's beliefs here, but I truly believe that there isn't a God that is walking around telling you you're not good enough. Or even that you need to do this and this and this to get into heaven or this and this and this to be approved of. I don't believe in that. The spirit I know is all loving, is all encompassing. And it's there. Your spirit team is there patiently waiting, guiding you, trying to show you, trying to get into your brain and into your cells, how perfect you actually are. And by perfect, I don't mean societally perfect because none of us are. (laughs) We're all a little off base. We're all a little, you know, whatever, like (laughs) non-symmetrical in all the ways, but that is how we're meant to be. I've used the example before of a patchwork quilt and how in a patchwork quilt, every single square is different. Some has polka dots, some has paisleys, some are solid colors, stripes, and they all look chaotic and they all look different. And imagine if they were all amongst themselves comparing, like, why do they get dots? And, oh, I don't have a lot of color. I'm only blue. And like, oh, I have too much color. I stick out. I'm too loud. There, I have too many patterns going on. It, every quilt patch is made different. And when you bring them all together, you see that it's part of the perfection of a large quilt, like of a, of a quilt that looks beautiful. I like to think of what is that art where it's a whole bunch of little squares and each individual little square is something different. But then when you back way up, like on a mural or whatever, you back way up and the whole thing makes an image, makes a picture. It's kind of almost like the remember in the nineties, those things that you'd cross your eyes and then a thing would pop out. I know some people could do those and some couldn't. I always did them. I love them. I had a poster and everything. It looks like a jumbled mess, but when you cross your eyes, just right, an image pops out and it's kind of like all of us. We are all very different. We are a jumbled mess of different personalities and different strengths. So maybe you felt like a geek because math and science are your things and you carried that and internalized it when really... You're just meant to do something with numbers. You're just a geek for science in a great way. 
Maybe you were told that you didn't work hard enough and you weren't very good at school, but it was because music and art were more your things. You didn't do as well in social studies or math. Nothing is wrong with any of these things. But we were told it was because we're told to fit in a mold. We're told that we have to be equally good at art as we are with science, or we have to be this, this, and this, or we have to do what our parents did, have a reliable career and save for retirement and not go and carve our own path and pick something safe. And maybe you weren't born for that. Or maybe you were born with physical challenges. But within all of these challenges is how you were made and is what you're here to learn. So you are here to learn how to feel enough, how to channel the unconditional love from spirit and feel it within yourself. When I say channel, I don't mean you have to like be a medium. I mean, it's feeling and healing to the place where you can see yourself with unconditional love, which by the way, is a multi-life journey. So the reason why I'm going to wrap this up because it's getting long. The reason why we suffer with this wound is because as I'm saying, as a soul, you actually came here to grow. And if we all, we all have these moments of separation where we're not just separating from unconditional love, we're separating from spirit. So you may not relate to the word God, or maybe that is the word you relate to. Maybe it's spirit, source, universe, whatever. We become disconnected, not actually, but in our mind, we feel separate from being okay. So our whole entire life comes back to feeling enough. And as you ascend into being an older soul, that's the work you become interested in. You've had hundreds of lifetimes where you had no interest in self-growth in this way. Times where you felt inadequate until the end. Times that you, you know, felt inadequate and it ran your life. But this lifetime, these lifetimes are the ones where you are being called to step back into this full worthiness. That's the secret of it all. And if you're here, you're an old soul. And this is the fucking time because the truth is, is you are enough. And in that natural sparkle is everything you need to manifest everything that you are meant for. It comes from worthiness. It doesn't come from manipulating reality harder from a place of lack from a place of like, if I just made the money, then I would feel enough. So I'm going to use all these different law of attraction tricks because I'm going to get the money because I cannot feel enough unless I'm making X, Y, Z. I feel so unsettled. I have to make that. I have to prove to my parents that I can do it. That's not the place that you're truly being called to come from. We all deal with this wound because we are all being called forward back into spirit, back into wholeness, back into seeing ourselves as we truly are not seeing ourselves the way the bully said something to us or the way our parents neglected us and showed us that we weren't worthy or the little comments we heard or whatever it was. You are being called to reconcile that wounded part of you inside to, it's almost like you take them and you fold them back into your experience. I'm laughing because I think of on Schitt's Creek, if anyone's watched that, where he's like, fold in the cheese. And like, what does that mean? And he's like, fold it in. I don't know. Fold it in. Anyway, we're folding back in these parts of us and bringing them with us in our life. This is healing is going like, okay, there's a little Talia inside that does not feel good enough. What does she need? And I let her cry and I let her speak. And I notice when she comes up and she feels so not good enough and she wants to isolate and go in a corner and cry. And I let her do that. I do the healing work to acknowledge there's a part of me that doesn't feel good enough, but that's not all of who I am. 
There's a spirit part of you that is unconditional love, that is natural confidence, that is magnetic, that is a clear channel, that knows that she or they or he is a deliberate creator. There is a part of you that is asking to be unleashed. And this part of you is the wholeness. And this is why we all deal with this wound because we are all here on actually the same path, but our details are very different. We are all here to come back to spirit, to learn that we are enough, to learn that we are magical co-creative beings, but how we get there is going to vary dramatically. Okay. And how we move through this wound as I'm wrapping up, first of all, come to manifestation breakthrough. We are going to do some deep dive healing or join me in Activated. I'm doing a fresh new round in the fall. I cannot wait. You can hop on the wait list below to get the lowest price on Activated. This is my key signature program that right out of the gates takes you through the deep healing work and then moves you into deliberate creator territory. So I definitely recommend that if you're not called to work with me or it's not the right time. What we start to do is we start to notice the narrative that comes up. Where do you feel not good enough? Where do you feel like you're endlessly scrambling, endlessly trying to achieve more? Where does it come up that you're really hard on yourself? And this isn't the healing work, but what you can start to do that all of a sudden starts to change it is put your hand on your heart and say, even though I feel X, Y, Z, I'm still moving forward. Even though I feel not good enough, I am still worthy of love. Even though I feel like I'm not where I should be, I send myself love. So create a statement that is like that, that feels right for you. Even though I lost my shit today, I'm still moving forward. I'm just a human on the path and I send myself love. Even though today I'm in pain, there's something important here for me and I'm still moving forward. Even though I had a panic attack today and locked myself in the bathroom at work, I'm still moving forward. This, this journey is messy and I'm not going to be hard on myself for it. I send myself love. That is the most healing thing you can start to do because most of us do the opposite. We feel bad and we continue going down that road. And then in the panic of not feeling good enough, we try to fix it and we try to endlessly scramble. How can I fix this feeling? That's when it comes in. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to change my life. I got to do this. I got to get my shit together. And then we just start back into the loop because now we're trying to change our life from a feeling of feeling deeply inadequate and classic law of attraction. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you always feel not there yet, that's all the law of attraction can bring you. When you feel like you're not doing a good job, like you are broken, that's all the law of attraction can bring you is more things to make you feel broken. So start to say to yourself, even though I feel broken, I am moving forward. It's a declaration. Even though I feel not good enough, sometimes I am fucking moving forward. Life is changing. I'm excited. I'm doing it. Find a statement in there, say it to yourself and get your butt in manifestation breakthrough, get your butt in activated. And by the end of the year, we can, I mean, if you join manifestation breakthrough, it's much quicker, but all I'm saying is in the next few months, you can radically transform this wound. If you are ready, if you are willing, if you know, this is your next step, this is the biggest thing blocking you from manifestation. Okay. 
I love you, Seeker. I hope that this helped you and I cannot wait for our next episode together and everything that is coming in your future. It is an honor to be with you in the journey. And if you're called to one-on-one work, I have, I think it's two spaces. It might be one. I had someone register with me this morning, one or two spaces available for the next three months to do voice memo, deep dive support to really move the needle forward. So you have a few options if you feel called to work with me. If not, you are doing such a good job. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I truly hope that it served you and helped to move the needle forward in your life. So before you go, I want to ask if you are looking for some new practices, if you need a little meditation for some stress, or you're looking to get unblocked. If this is you, I want to invite you into the freebie library. Yes, it's free. It contains an awakening her daily practice, a meditation for stress, a guide to help get unblocked, as well as a scripting manifestation exercise to use the power of the quantum to literally script out your future. So if you're looking to get a little bit more mojo in your manifestations, I welcome you into the freebie library. It's going to help to move you forward and give you some extra tools in your tool belt. So check the links below and dive in now.